Welcome to Let's Get Social with me, Philip Twyver, to the Curly Marketer, social media strategist and management. And me, Emer Duffy of Fit Social Media, your social media personal trainer. So if you're confused about social media or not sure what channels to use, well, we've got you covered on Let's Get Social. Let's Get Social, Emer. How are you? How are you doing? I'm not feeling very social today. No. No. It's nearly Christmas, though. I know. That's why I'm not feeling very social. I'm starting to feel a bit stressed. It's two weeks. Have you bought any presents yet? No. Oh. No. I can hear the the tumbleweed and I can hear the nervous laughter. So if you're in Emer's house... Maybe a lump of coal, is it? It could be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, a couple of bags of coal. I think that'd be a nice present for quite a few people. The Uh, hobby's getting a fire log, is he? (laughs) (laughs) He could actually, yeah. Um, (laughs) um, Just well, he's not listening. Uh, I was going to say it was just, uh, yeah, I think I am definitely Emer, lastminute.com. It was a bit like, remember when you used to like, um, you have an exam coming up and uh, you'd kind of cram for it. Yes. So I'm a bit like that with shopping. Yeah. I must admit, um, our doorbell has been nonstop uh, ringing with the packages, you know. Oh, you really? Know, from local businesses, obviously, Sport Logo. If we couldn't get something local, it was from mm. maybe Sports Direct, obviously, for the young lad who's the next Ronaldo. And my. I'm actually quite surprised. I'm, I'm impressed, but surprised because you yeah. are the Amazon. Yeah, app guy. Now, that, now to admit, there was a few Amazon purchases there because obviously I couldn't guess what I need, so, but very much trying to support local. So, uh, so yeah, mm. coming from all areas and um, hiding stuff under beds and in wardrobes. Um, Etc. And obviously treat myself to a few things as well, you know. So of course, you know, like you know, all that hard work, you got to get something out of it, haven't you? It's very true. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. You know. So um, um, have you been working hard on anything else? I was really working hard on my joke for today. Um, um I was afraid of that. I know. <laughs> kind of. I'm quite pleased actually. Uh, considering we're going to be talking about content marketing, I found a content marketing related joke. So. Hopefully you and our guests really appreciate this one. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I think I'll go off and do my shopping. <laughs> no, you're gonna, you, you like this one, Emer. Okay, here we go. So, Emer, did you know that I've started doing content marketing for a cheese company? Is it because you're a bit cheesy? Well, maybe that's why I was hired for them. All right, yeah. But, uh, but no, you know, we're actually we're creating blog posts, and we also have a few graded assets. It's, no. No, yeah, I know. It's like Stilton, isn't it? It was a stinky, oh. stinky joke. I think I think it's got a bit moldy there. No? <laughs> really? No, seriously. Uh, all I can say, please, everyone, please, please. I think we should try and maybe stop, the, stop this now for 2021. What do you think? Let's have a poll on that. Do mm. we keep him or do we keep them or we keep him? Um, anyway. We'll have a we'll have a talk about that later. Yeah. Um, so as ever, all I have to say is if you find today's social media joke anyway engaging and uh, he in some way inspired you to listen even more, um, you can. You can catch the rest of the shows on the Let's Get Social podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Podbeam and the Dublin South FM website. So do go check us out. Cheddar believe it. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know. It's, just, it's gone. It's gone downhill now, Emer. Downhill. I, I, I'm looking for a big, big <laughs> mice trap. I'm going on Amazon. Sorry, I am. <laughs> ah, listen, don't worry. You know, we're not easy singles anymore. 
Oh, sorry, that's a really oh. the cheese fest oh, joke. Enough, I, I, enough. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I want to. <laughs> oh, oh, right here. Look, I'm moving on here. I can't oh, okay. take any more Go of on. this. Go on. So, Mister Cheesy Twyford, yeah, um, we are not alone. Thank God, I'm not alone. We, we're really um, expert, really expert with us today. <laughs> I am so, I am so delighted to have with us Gary Evans. I wonder, does he like cheese? Um, he has a background in IT and system engineering, solutions and technical architecture, and a bit of web design. And uh, Gary from there founded Feed Alpha, which I have to say is a great platform. I use it. And yourweb.ie. So, Mr. Twyford, what is Feed Alpha? It's a social media management platform, and it helps you with feeding your followers, not with cheese, but with great content, creative content tailored for your business specific to your industry and your audience. And it'll save you lots of time and it will definitely increase your engagement. Um, you can share now or schedule, which I love, uh, mm-hmm. manage all your accounts in the one place and keep your accounts active while you're offline. You can target different time zones, which is really helpful. And if you're too busy to keep your social media up to date, then Feed Alpha will certainly help you. Absolutely. And like in today's market, it is crucial uh, to have an online presence and a brand that stands out. And True. obviously with Gary's web experience and at your web, you know, Gary and his team, they understand the importance of creating the right brand for your business, what your mm-hmm. customers are looking for and how to get your business in front of them. And they do this by designing and managing an online brand that ensures your presence on the Internet represents you and your business drives more leads, and ultimately results in increased revenues. So without further ado, and a big cheesy welcome to Gary Evans. Welcome to Let's Get Social. Thanks, Philip. Great joke, by the way. Yeah, I told you. You can use that one now when you're pitching for new business, Gary. You rolled forward with three or four variations of it as well. That was brilliant. (laughs) Follow on content. Content okay. repurposing, you see. There you go. Well, you see, you <laughs> hit the nail on the head there. So yeah, look, thanks thanks for having me on the show, guys. It's great. Um, it's always great insight. I always listen back. So, yeah. Oh, great. Brilliant. So much. Um, I, I was going to say, what did you think of our hashtag social media comedian? But um, I, I hashtag legend. There you oh, go. Oh, no. No. <laughs> no. Gary's I become my, my, my favorite guest now, has risen to the top. Well, cream always rises to the top. Isn't that right? Well, We're going actually go. with a real kind of dairy vibe on the show today. Isn't that right? Huh? Oh, you stop trying to butter him up, will you? Oh, boom, boom. Oh, well done. <laughs> See, we're all comedians on the show, Gary, you know? <laughs> you think? You think? <laughs> so, Mr. Mr. Evans, I, yes. um, I'm going to give you a proper title, Mr. Evans. Um, uh, you've got quite a background in IT, system engineering and all the rest. And yeah, um, I do, yeah. You do, I've been, you, I've been, you do. I've been bit. around the block a few times now, yeah. Oh, as long as that cheese, block of cheese. Block, well, around the block <laughs> of cheese a few times. <laughs> so, so, yeah. What, what, <laughs> so, why did we try and get over uh, Philip's joke there? Um, I was going to ask you. Do you want to give us a little bit more insight into your journey? Because I have to say, like, you've really, you know, you've kept in the, the tech sphere, but you've really, like, diversed, which is, you know, as I say, as Philip would always say, you have to pivot. And, yeah, but um, look, a checkered past was probably, I started off, maybe um, I was going to be a civil engineer. So first job started in a big engineering firm in Dublin. Wow. Um, 
the cream of that job would have been cycling around Dublin, delivering plans to architects and engineering companies. Um, Fantastic. Went off to college to study. And at night, I worked in Power City. Claim to fame there is I did those superb ads on the telly for them for a while in the Big Red Jumper, ninety nine ninety nine. So oh, did I did, oh, yeah. Now I, I misplaced <laughs> the original footage, which is great because it will someday come back to haunt me. <laughs> it's not so, on yeah. YouTube, is it? We're going to do a no, I hope. I hope not. I hope not. That's one we'll piece go. of content I want to disappear forever. All right. Okay. Yeah, Maybe from, we'll, we'll we'll check that out. Actually, no, no, don't, don't. I never want to see it again. <laughs> so I suppose from there, um, computers were just really coming on the scene, like desktop computers. And I mm. had a bit of a techie head on me, so I was put in charge of the computers. So that sort of flourished from there. I went to uh, Siemens Nixdorf and I did a full-time IT course mm-hmm. morning, noon and night for a year, which is like cramming a degree into one year. Wow. Oh my God. I suppose from there, it was just, it spiraled from there. I worked for three of the big four companies in Dublin and um, the big accountancy firms did IT, SIS engineering, stuff like that for them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And from there, I sort of worked my way up the ladder to chief technology officer for one of the global companies and then just said, ah, here, I want to do something different. And mm. um, started with zero, no company car, nothing. It all went, bought a laptop and uh, started designing websites oh, seven or eight years ago. And it's pretty much ballooned from there. Mm. Um, yeah. So, it just, so. It's, so it's, uh, it just shows you like it's never too late to give something a go, you know? Well, that's, that was it. It was something just, I always liked web design. I always liked the digital side of it. I mm-hmm. have a background in data and analytics um, mm-hmm. from the tech side. So I decided to try and apply that knowledge to Google search traffic and understand how it works and how you can get a website to rank and what the different elements are that you need. Yeah. And that was one part of the puzzle. So yeah, that it sort of spiraled from there really. So yeah, it's a it's a great story because I think uh just probably like myself and Emer, you know, we we decided that we wanted to do something else, something different. This was a a passion and we just jumped in. And I'm sure you'd probably agree, Gary, that you know, you never stop really learning because Google and all the channels, they're forever changing. Uh, and even how you design a website is constantly changing that, you know, you're never standing still. Um, no, no. Um, and, and only two days ago or yesterday, there was another algorithm update from Google there. Hmm. They, they give them proper official names, the December 2020 algorithm, they right. called it to stop. Oh, people. really? Wow. Yeah. Wow. To stop people calling them penguin and and all sorts of random names that SEOs give to them. So yeah, yeah. so yeah. that's we're waiting to see how that pans out. Now there's lots of mm. insight at the moment as to what that's potentially going to do to the search results. But yeah, hopefully it all moves the right way. So yeah, yeah. Well, well, well definitely. I suppose we were delighted to, to to get you on because you know you've you've a number of different skills, Gary, which which is a credit to you. But we were very interested to talk to you all about the whole area of content and yeah. uh, I suppose content marketing because I suppose content to a certain extent makes up a lot of different elements obviously the content on your website the content you put out on social mm-hmm. etc um so I suppose kind of leading into that you know top line from yourself you know why do you feel a business kind of needs content or kind of should embrace content mm-hmm. marketing 
Well, I suppose fr- from a business point of view, without content, really, you have no way of getting your message out to your mm-hmm. audience, customers, potential leads, etc. Yeah. So, so we treat content, um, if, even from your website, the content on your website has to resonate with your ideal audience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, and then if you flow that through to social, it's the same thing. So you need to put out the right content to engage and attract the right people inbound to your business. Mm. And then it's up to you then to turn them into leads and sales. Yeah. Right. That can take many different angles. You can go right back to the start and say, right, you look at customer personas. Well, who's my ideal customer? What are my competition doing, et cetera? So there's, there's hundreds of different elements that shape your content. But essentially, content is on your site and social to bring in leads. That's the bottom line for me. Yeah, it's very, it's, it's very, it's very valid because I think, and you've probably seen this um, in in your sort of kind of in your journey, you know, from starting off. That I think customers these days of businesses, whether you're large or small. Um, have become a lot more savvy. You know, they're doing yes, the research. Absolutely. You know, they're going on the websites and they're doing the research, and they are aligning themselves with companies who are sharing the solutions to their problems or have the brand values that they feel is right for them. Yes. So, to a certain extent, I suppose, you know, if you have the content up there that is resonating with your target audience or is answering their their needs and wants and allows them to be brought through that kind of that funnel, that digital sales funnel, you know, and you're going from education to then suddenly trial to suddenly purchase to su- suddenly advocacy. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very relevant. Absolutely. And and different and different pieces of content for each stage of that journey, which yes. is, I mean, from from the agency side, when we when we started the whole idea of Feed Alpha, it was because customers, like we have hundreds of customers now in our agency from the website. Mm. The biggest challenge they always, we always came across with them was they never knew what to share, when to share, or how to find anything decent to share. Mm. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and if you look back a couple of years ago, the, the most popular content on social media was cat videos, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, oh, and you could waste hours and hours. And all the platforms are really good at keeping you on platform to watch video after video. Yes. Mm-hmm. But, but the reality is for your business, that's, that ship has sailed now. It, mm. You need to be on point. The feeds are so busy. Yeah. If you don't get put out engaging content, well, people won't engage with your brand and they'll engage with your competitors. That's yeah. just the way it works. So. Yeah. It's very true. Oh, I, I, I would agree because mm. um, I always say, like, you want to edutain. You don't want to be just selling because uh, it's not yes. selling media. Um, and you want it to be approachable and, you know, and seem to be interested in what problems your customers have and you can provide those solutions. Uh, and again, Gary, the one thing I like about Feed Alpha is you can plan ahead, you know. Um, so I was going to ask you um, for anyone I they're listening is mm-hmm. what 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 do you say when it comes to planning your content um to ensure that you get the right balance you know okay so so with i mean again it comes back to we would set goals for our content and we would set goals for our customers for their content so mm-hmm. everything you do should have an end goal in some way shape or form mm whether that be to entertain to inspire to engage educate there always needs to be a goal so 
if you're yeah. trying to ed- educate your customer, you might work back. Well, well, the end goal is I want to tell X amount of people how to do this particular process or or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you'll work back from there, and it, you might start off the process with with a poll or a question or drop an email out to your mailing list and say, what challenges do you have today? Um, does everybody understand how to do X, Y, and Z? And you'll always get mm-hmm. a list of questions back. And that's, I mean, it's a great way to form up your plan for that piece of content because you've already got the questions that people, they've given them to you. Mm-hmm. So yeah. when you put out the answers, well, you're addressing a need straight away, which, which helps drive engagement, yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The other thing to, then to look at around planning is, well, what's coming down the line? So is it holidays like Christmas festive period at the moment? It's it's crazy. Yeah. You really need on point content at the moment because the fees are so busy. Advertising spend has gone through the roof. So yeah. mm-hmm. if you want if you want to make an impact with your content, it really needs to be on point to get that engagement to to lift your reach. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I agree. No, it's very, it's very true. Um, mm. And I think, as you mentioned, you know, when it comes to the planning side, myself and Ema are always kind of on about, you know, planning, having your editorial calendar, making sure yes. you have an understanding as to what's going out Wednesday, what's going out Friday, make it accountable. And I suppose, yes, you, exactly, and, yeah. and I think as you, you touched on, Gary, you know, having a reason, you know, why are we doing this piece of content? Okay, it's Christmas, but... Yeah. Why are we sending out this post? You know, what is the goal behind it? Is it just to create some good cheer or is it to tease something that uh, to start kind of drip feed maybe potential inquiries? So I, I think that's that's a very... Uh, well, well, the other the other thing that it does is it, it sort of gives you focus. So if you, mm-hmm. if you have a goal and you put out X pieces of content, you then have measurable results that you can say, okay, well, of the last... 10 updates we did or the, the 10 posts that we did here's the engagement we got and and start looking at your analytics and metrics and you can you can pretty quickly build a picture of what actually works for your brand yeah because what works for for me might not work for your brand it won't work for an engineering company it might work for a marketing company you have to you really have to understand your audience and and test the water a little bit and and look at the numbers and say right well this worked Here's what time it worked at. Here's where we got our best engagement, mm. and and align your goals then to to match. If you know what I mean. So yeah. Oh yeah. It, it makes you accountable. Plus, if you're in a if you're working in marketing in a, in a small or a bigger company, or you're doing it yourself, you can get a picture to say, well, look, this is actually working. So we're not putting all this effort in for nothing. We're actually getting the results, and that's that's what that's what makes it worthwhile because you know if you do it again, follow the same formula. Yeah. It's going to lead to more leads and sales. That's very true. I think um, the devil's in the detail. You know what they yes. say. Myself and you were saying. Uh, to, uh, we're always saying um, to other guests when we have this conversation. You know, kind of to measure is to know. You know, and uh, well, it's and it takes away what I'd call the spray and pray element. I'll just post mm-hmm. everything and something will work. But yeah. It, oh yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it dilutes your message. It dilutes your brand strength. Your reach falls off a cliff. And yeah, just 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 stop doing that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. I, I'm, it's a bit like, you know, you're, you're always saying to yourself, uh, oh, right, I'm going to give this a go and see if it works. That's great. I always test. Um, yes. But do go check out your insights and see, mm. 
well, that probably wasn't a good thing to put out, you know, um, yeah. and uh, it didn't really get any engagement and it didn't get me anyone commenting or looking to DM me or, you know, mm-hmm. find out more. And again, um, this is where, as you say, Gary, a lot of people get lost to go, what do you post? You know, yeah. What, yeah. you know, it's it's it takes away that fear. You know? it, do, it does, it, and and when you have a formula that works, you you it makes it an awful lot easier to plan because okay, I know this works, and I know it works on this day, and I know it works mm. for this particular segment of my audience. Mm. So all you're doing is you're just remolding previous posts based yeah. on the same formula and put them out, and you it, you're not going in blind. You know that you're going to get. X amount of traction. Now, there's obviously always variables in there that, okay, mm. it didn't work today because something else happened in the world that, that swallowed up the media. Yeah. So yeah. you'll miss out. But but that's just life, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like you go into Twitter and use something trending that you yeah. didn't expect to be trending. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and it just knocks yeah. everything on its head nearly. Um, yeah, yeah, having to hope. Yeah, yeah, you just have to sort of say, okay, well, I'll stand back for the moment and I'll come back in with the right hook later on and, and see how we go then, yeah? Like I, <laughs> like I suppose, like yes, you're planning your content, um, and I think you've mentioned this, and you, you would, you, I think you, you really kind of cleverly addressed this within, say, the feed alpha software, etc. But the whole element of sourcing content, you know, kind of, would you have any tips and advice for business, you know, kind of as to where they could maybe source content, you know, based on your own experience. <laughs> So, and we would look, we, I suppose we would look to multiple different places within Feed Alpha. We've got, we've got algorithms that go out and, and source links and feeds and stuff like that from the internet without getting into too much techie stuff. Mm-hmm. We just look for the most popular content in any particular industry that's relevant to what you're trying to do. And we'll, we'll serve it up to you and you can pick what you want. Mm-hmm. But, but outside of that, I mean, always look to your competition. Yeah. So, so what are your competition doing? And there's there's smart tools out there where you can you can analyze their content to some extent to say, well, this is what these guys are doing. It's really working well for them. Mm-hmm. So, don't just go and, and blindly copy what they're doing, but mm-hmm. come up with your own spin or your own variation on that, and and test that as a as mm-hmm. a strategy and see does it work. Other blogs, I mean, great content is is being published all day every day. Yeah. And very relevant to your industry. So if you have access to that content without spending hours and hours on end trying to find it, well, that gives you ideas straight away. Yeah. Um, yeah. Within the team here, we would do many minds make a great big mind, if you know what I mean. So we would do quite a bit of brainstorming and mm-hmm. say, right, well, what's working at the moment? Or, right, Q1 of next year, what's our plan of attack? Yeah. And, and build out a longer term strategy on content and say, well, look, here's some of the key dates and days that are that are coming up in the next 90 days. Mm. What could we do around bringing your dog to work day or today is World Cat Day? Mm. And it, it might seem it might seem trivial, but certainly in the marketing sphere, it's a it's a great way to get engagement. You're you're technically piggybacking onto another trend, mm. but come at it from your own angle with your own perspective and on the oh. right platform. And, yeah. and you'll get the traction because everybody is engaging at that particular time on that topic. Yeah. And if you can, they don't just force in a sales message because that will never work. Mm. But tailor your message on the day to suit the audience and away you go. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm always on about uh, coffee. Yes, I am, Philip. Love Not coffee. And then yeah. bacon. And my baking. Yeah. Yeah. Bacon. yeah. Actually, just before I was supposed to come on, I actually had a, 
had uh, no, I didn't make them, but I put them in the oven, croissants, and I was about to come on. I went, oh my god, the oven is still on. I had to go and run off and turn it off. But um, that would have made really good content. My house going on fire, wouldn't it? So, I thought you were going to say you had a cheesecake in the oven just to keep. Uh, it. Yeah, oh, sorry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know what I would do with a cheesecake, but anyway, yeah. um, no, I was going to say there must be actually a cheesecake day. I must look that up. But anyway, um. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's, it is so important, as I, I totally agree with you, what you're saying, Gary, is like, you know, you want to make sure that you mix up your content and you source it from reputable yeah, sources. Yeah, and that's that's mm. that that's very, very valid point because there's an awful lot of, of rubbish published every day. Mm-hmm. And outside of politics, which you never really ever want to get involved in on social well, that's yeah. my opinion. Yeah, oh, we agree with that. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, you need to make sure that the, the source of the information is actually correct. Mm. Yeah. Because if you're going to go quote somebody around, certainly in different business industries, if you're going to quote something scientific or, or engineering related or even marketing related, you need to make sure that the, the actual content is valid. So you yeah. do at times need to do your research to qualify what you're going yeah, to put out actually, go and go and read whatever you're publishing. You know, yeah, yes. that's exactly it. That's exactly yeah, it. yeah, yeah. And then you can actually maybe caption it to be relevant, um, update. Maybe it could be an update on something or whatever. Well, I mean, um, if, you, if you find a really good piece of content that's been published by somebody else, you can turn that into multiple pieces of content for yourself. Mm. Do you know what I mean? You can take snippets yeah. from it, take ideas. Mm go and create infographics, write your own spin on it and just reference the original content and say, look, such and such was talking about X. Here's here's what we think or where we think this is going in the industry and here's our thoughts to back it up. And it's a, a flood of content out of that. So. Yeah, yeah. And then you got to, as I say, when you're doing the planning, you got to work at the, the right times to post as well. Um, and yes. another, uh, this is a question we get asked all a lot um, is, oh, how often should be published content? Like, you know, is it twice a day, three times a day, once a week, you know, once a month? Every second. Every second. (laughs) Yeah. Go back to 1994 and just auto post every update ever. And yeah. Get banned. What, what do you what do you, what would you advise somebody, um, Gary? Now because you're in that game of you know building content, what would you? So I put on my I'll put on my technical SEO hat for a second here and okay. give you the, the standard answer. It depends, right? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, well, it it depends on it depends on a number of things really. It, obviously, it depends on what's worked for you in the past. Mm-hmm. So if you flood all your feeds with updates nonstop do people start dropping off and stop engaging mm-hmm. or do they expect you as a brand to do that because your latest breaking news that's been pumped out the whole time it, mm-hmm. it depends on that it also depends on I mentioned it earlier it's what's going on at the moment so what's happening in the world at the moment now mm-hmm. is it appropriate for you to put out updates about a certain topic if something completely different and it's happening in the world or happening in ireland or wherever is it going to be seen by, like, if someone passes away who's world famous and everybody's talking about it and then you're putting out a big bubbly bubbly post about something, mm. is somebody going to cut, mm. cut you off at the knees because of that, because it'd be deemed inappropriate by somebody? And that might bring a load of engagement on the post, but for all the wrong reasons. So you need to, you need to be careful there. Um, also, when we look at when we're going to push out content, well, we'll always go back to the, our analytics and say, right, well, when are when are our people online? When where are they most likely to engage with us? 
Yeah. I mean, we would have customers here. We have customers in the US, South Africa, Australia. So different time zones, so different updates tailored mm. to different audiences. Yeah. All on the same platform. But like, if you're talking to people in Australia, well, having lived there for seven years, I understand the local lingo and, and what, how people engage. So it makes it easier that way. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You mightn't necessarily get the same rise from 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 people in Dublin or in, in Carlo or Wicklow or wherever because they don't have a clue what you're talking about. Yeah. So yeah. so you need to you need to tweak it a little bit to suit. But again, follow your intuition, really follow what's worked before mm-hmm. and, and, and stick to your plan and stick to your end goal as well. Yeah. yeah, I think yeah. it depends also on the channel. Like, I mean, um, when I'm doing maybe Twitter training, um, they all have a heart attack because you have to say, well, 10 to 15 tweets a day. They will go, what? And I'm going, well, no, not all yours. I say, like, yes, retweets, you know, um, yeah, yeah. but check out what you're retweeting. And, well, and that's it. And and the other thing I would, I mean, this is a rule that, that I would stick to the majority of the time is on any time from my own personal accounts, Mm. Would would be sort of like an eighty twenty rule. So yeah, eighty percent of the stuff that goes out is retweets or comments or posts from somebody else, and then twenty mm-hmm. percent at the most would be mine. Yes, because yeah. at at the end of the day, when you're on social, you're trying to build up your own persona or your your company's persona as a trusted source of knowledge within that particular industry. Yeah. The more relevance and the more insight you can share about that industry, outside of your own stuff, it, it gives you more credibility because, okay, well, yeah. this guy knows what he's talking about. Yeah. Mm. And again, back to your point, Emer, about make sure you read what you're putting out. Mm-hmm. Don't yeah. just do blind retweets. But with, with Twitter, you can you can go wild because it's the Twitter fire hose over or just mm-hmm. flies through so quickly. You put yeah. out a, a tweet now, 10 seconds later, it will never be seen again unless it's engaged. So, yeah. But yeah. look at some of the other channels like Facebook, it's a little bit slower. You don't just bombard your feed. But then you have the up and comings like TikTok. I mean, Jane was upstairs recording a TikTok here this morning, which she I was not. That I thought she I'm was. I'm going there. to I'm going to send her a message. <laughs> How yeah, dare you, yeah, TikTok? Yeah. How dare yeah. you, Jane? <laughs> but but, but it, it just shows you how, how things have changed, right? You, you come from, from the, the corporate world of big accountancy firms where mm. if you stuck your head up too high, it was chopped off. Mm. And, now, mm. and now you're on TikTok. I mean, my, my 12-year-old young lad has a TikTok account and he's 500-something thousand likes on one of his videos. Wow. It's phenomenal how things have changed. Yeah. But... You need to obviously change with and, and move forward with that, but make sure, it's, I suppose, that it's appropriate for your business model and your brand. Yeah. And, then- and, I, and I think that's I think that's a very key point there, Gary, because I think a lot of businesses, especially business that will be listening to us now, mm-hmm. they get so wrapped up or worried. Oh, Jesus, what's this TikTok or when yeah, it goes around yeah, Vine? Yeah. We better mm-hmm. be on it. We better mm-hmm. be on it. Even though really... Are your audience there or does it align with your brand? You know, you'd be better off maybe focusing much better on your blog, LinkedIn, and maybe Twitter or something, yes. you know. Yeah. Mm, Don't worry yeah. about TikTok. Whereas if you're a brand that where TikTok and Instagram Live is really where you should be killing it, well, then that's what you focus on, you know. And I think... That's, and it, do what works for you, yeah. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. Like, I suppose a big thing that we, myself and Emer, always come across, and I'm sure you get this as well, is that 
business owners, you know, and we all fall into the trap, you know, about, you know, they don't have patience. They want instant success, oh. you know. And, oh, yeah. You know, I want you know, to rank number one in Google today. Yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> you, know, go, you know, go and do paid ads then and outbid your competition. <laughs> and spend thousands and thousands, yeah. you know. And I suppose <laughs> the whole yeah. thing of gauging success of your content, you know, like, I suppose, yes, you have to be patient. Content marketing is a, it's a slow burn. You have to mm-hmm. work on it, be consistent. But how, how do you kind of generally gauge success of, of your content? Well, I suppose for me, if I, if I go back, maybe I'll go back to the website side first, because a lot of the stuff we would do starts there. Mm. So again, and this comes down back to analytics. So when we publish new content on our site and, and everything we do across social, the majority will spin out from original content that we published. When we, we publish content, it's done with purpose. So we will do keyword research. We'll do a lot of analytics work first mm-hmm. to identify the relevant topic to talk about. Yeah, we, We'll do all the research. We'll get a copywriter then to put the content together. Mm-hmm. And then I go in and put my pointy-headed spin on it if needs be. Yeah. And, and everything spins from that. So to gauge the success of that, really, it's, it, is it going to impact, A, the inbound traffic to your site? Yeah. And then I suppose, B, your bottom line, right? Mm-hmm. Now, the big challenge we see with, and, and most of the companies are in the same, unless they're really big and they have all their processes, when you put out content, whether it be on your site or on social media or wherever, it's the biggest challenge that, that customers would have is, is understanding the impact that it can have on their sales phone, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we've SEO for one customer there last year and new online shop. We got them to rank number one for three of their target keywords in the country. Wow, fantastic. And they're they're on they're basically their online shop exploded, and that became a lot more evident due to since March of this year, with mm. when everything has moved online. Yeah. Now they're online. They're they're offline. I suppose face to face business collapsed, as yes. like did many other people, but they're online mm. flourished, mm. and now that's the biggest driver in their business, and they're going to build on that. That's but brilliant. That's great. It, the challenge they had was they weren't able to cope with the inbound leads and sales to their business. They were overwhelmed. Oh, yeah. mm. So that's so it's a good complaint in a way because you can gear up internally and say, right, well, we need we need an inbound salesperson to manage these leads. Mm. But the other side of it, the challenge you see is that people don't understand how to equate new leads and sales in their business to their efforts online. Mm. But they don't look at analytics. They don't look back through even Google Analytics on their website to say, okay, we put out content on Facebook consistently for the last four weeks. How many of those people actually came, clicked on the link, came to our site? And when they were on the site, do we have any goals set up in analytics to track it from originating source of, say, Facebook through to add to cart and checkout? Mm. And that's... The real, the real success with social is when you can actually work out that funnel from start to finish and say, okay, we did X. Now, this is organic. When you do it with paid mm. advertising, it's different because you know what your cost per click is and you can yeah. subtract one from the other. But yes. with organic, it's a lot more difficult because you need to understand 
<clears throat> a where your traffic is coming from and b what happens when they hit your brand mm. Yeah. 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 I mean, I I, even before people arrive onto your website, I always say like, you know, you know, your Google listing um, and uh, they they didn't really I was recently doing um, it's getting kind of popular now, Gary, I have to say, um, you know, people are looking for like the Google listing uh, training and you go in and you show and I said, these are the keywords people are looking for, Mm -hmm. you know, and then go in and look at the analytical side of it, the insights in there, and you can see how they're being discovered. They've been discovered on the map, or they've been discovered on, you know, mm. by search. Um, I say, look, look at those keywords and uh, and see where you can put them on your website, you yes. know, in mm-hmm. your social channels, as in your bios, and mm-hmm. also in your, you know, like your bite sections. Yeah. And they they just look at me and go, I would never have thought of looking at there. And I went, Yeah, I know. And uh, and fill them all, fill it all out correctly, so that when people come along, and, that, go, and, and consistently, yeah, exactly. Make sure yeah, that, make sure that it's correct because we see that all day, every day. When you when you start a new engagement with a customer, say, well, what's your what's your GMB login? What? Like, mm. what's your Google My Business? Oh, no, I don't know. Yeah. Who yeah. owns your Maps listing? I don't know. It just appeared there one day, and there's comments and all sorts, and, and they don't own it, mm. and then. <clears throat> You, you start to tidy your process. And when you get all that right, it, it, mm. it, it comes back again to brand consistency. Then you have the consistent message and imagery across all platforms mm-hmm. that that gives you that professional spin. Plus, it gives you the edge on the competition if they're not doing it. So yeah. it's, it's a, a no-brainer to me. You definitely need to control those assets. Oh, yeah, especially if you want to have reviews to your business and all that kind of thing. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, and they don't see that. Like, I mean, one lady I was working with goes, oh, I'm listed in two, whatever way it works. And I was there going, OK, let's go and look and see which is the best one. And then we'll have to see about getting the other one taken down. Um, yeah. And she didn't realise. And that's the, the problem. I think a lot of people don't, you know. Mm. Um, and then it's again, like it's all well and good. As I say, Gary, it's great to have other people's content. And we were, we were saying early, like the 80-20 rule. Um, yeah. So when it comes down to having your own content and getting yes. it out there. Um, I don't um, advocate everyone going on TikTok and doing the pointing and all that kind of thing, because that might no, not work. No, <laughs> no, no. But, no. Um, uh, or even uh, rolling out social media jokes. We won't go there. Um, might, do a, might do a TikTok be eating cheese maybe. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I, I don't think I'll be watching. Um, so, so Mr. Evans, what would yeah. you suggest to people, you know, about creating their own content in line with their own industry, business, um, and yes. engaging their audience, so to speak? Okay. So, so for me, everything starts with research. Okay. And, okay. and, and the reason I say research is we've been in, we've been in this game long enough that we've seen customers who would consistently push out at least one blog post a week. Mm-hmm. And they've done this for two years and nothing happens. And mm. they're disheartened, but they know they need to do it and they keep pushing out content and they never get any traffic. So because I put on my tech head all the time, it always starts with research. Mm-hmm. What are people actually looking for, whether mm-hmm. that be on social media or Google search? I mean, there's a million and one tools there that you can look at industry yeah. trends, yeah. look at the keywords associated with those trends Look at what other people are putting out as well, but but always come back and do the analysis on, okay, here's an example. We put up a post on Feed Alpha a long time ago, how to download a Facebook Live video, right? And it was mm-hmm. it was just one, I did some research, I looked at it and there was three and a half thousand searches a month. 
Mm-hmm. Mary Smith was number one. I had a look at her content. I had a look at the top 10 pages. I said, right, well, here's, we can definitely outrank five or six of these, even with just content. Mm. So I went, to, went ahead, put the content together, published it on the site, shared it out on social just to give those initial signals to Google to say, here's a new piece of content. Mm-hmm. And that 18 months, two years later, still bring in, brings in hundreds of people a week right. just Brilliant. for that one piece of content. Now, mm-hmm. that was done 18 months ago. I haven't touched it since, but mm-hmm. it's still 200 on people more come to the site every week. And because of that, when people are on your site, they inevitably will have a look around. They look at your platform. If they like what they see, they'll sign up for a demo. And, yeah. and away you go, there's a new customer. Mm-hmm. But it, it's, that's, that was original, uh, original content written from scratch based on the success of somebody else and the research to say there's enough volume here on this particular search term. And it's not that competitive. So that warrants writing a piece of content for it. Mm, yeah. And and everything comes from there. Every piece of content, content we've put out since, there might only be 100 people a month searching for it. Yeah. There might be no people listed searching for it every month. But you know, based on industry trends and what other people are putting out and the engagement they have, that there is search volume there. I mean, how people search for stuff is changing mm. daily. Yeah. Before oh, yeah. you just type in runners, and you'd get a list of whatever you wanted. Now, because everything is so busy and there's so much content, someone might do a search for runners for somebody with fallen arches, right? And that's just just one example. The more specific you are, yes, the more chance you have a ranking for that result. And then if your content is good enough, like we go back to that download Facebook Live video, that was one keyword I targeted. The article ranks for hundreds of different keywords, mm-hmm. which brings search in from all over the place. So that's that's new content. And again, for for social, then we we were able to create images, pull out statements, infographics, etc., from that one piece of original content and push them out to social, which over time started and drove quite a bit more engagement from that. Yeah, and and obviously with that engagement algorithms get triggered and your reach goes up so when it comes to the 20 percent of the 80 percent where you actually want to maybe put out a sales message well a lot more people are going to see it so yeah yeah one one feeds the other yeah yeah so like you're you're creating content to lead up towards that sale um so like how to i'm gonna say it philip bake a cake right so you yeah and you could be a baker and you'll be going, why Why would you put that out? Because you're going to build up trust and people know that you're an expert and that you use really good ingredients and exactly. you, you actually can show the before baking in the oven and the finished yeah. article. So exactly. there you go, Philip. Wow. I knew I'd get it. I knew I'd get it in today. <laughs> You've been crafting that mission statement for years, Seymour. Years. And years. But right. Philip, if you, yeah. if, you were, if you were a cheesemaker, it's very true, yeah. <laughs> just just to support all those fantastic jokes you put out earlier. There. <laughs> oh, it's 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 the same thing, but but the other side of that, and we just pick cheese as an example because it's the topic of the day, right? Thanks, Gary. Yeah. <laughs> There's no reason within your article or within your content that you couldn't reference other small businesses in your area to say, well, look, here's where I get my milk from. Yeah. Here's sure. the guy that does the packaging, mm-hmm. and and that's. 
you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. So the next time they put out content, they might reference your brand. Hmm. And that's what makes small business work. When people talk about each other in the right light, that's a rising tide lifts all ships. Yeah. So, yeah. No, it's it's yeah. very it's very true, um, and I suppose it kind of leads on nicely to this kind of this next area, Gary, because I think a lot of um, businesses sometimes get overwhelmed with they've created all this content, and there's a feeling that we have to keep creating new content over and over again, as opposed mm-hmm. to the whole element of repurposing. You know, you you've mentioned there that you could write a, a two thousand word blog, but out of that you probably could get maybe a hundred tweets, uh, you know, yes. some, an infographic, maybe there's a video. So yeah. do you want to talk a bit about kind of how to repurpose content or maybe the process you might go through uh, of doing that? Yeah. So, so with, with content like that, a, a big, a big blog post, I call that sort of evergreen content, right? Mm-hmm. It's content that you put onto your blog or your website or wherever that is always going to be relevant because of, of what the topic you've picked and the industry you're in. But but from that, you have huge opportunity then, especially if you have a big piece of content and within it you have bullet points, right? So if you have top 10 tips to mm-hmm. engage on LinkedIn or something, with each of those bullet points is, is a statement in its own right. Mm-hmm. But from that, you can create graphics, just overlay the text on it. So there's really good snippets to put out across any of your social channels. Mm. Yeah. You can also dig into it a bit more then and and put out bigger, longer, like do bigger statements maybe on Facebook to say, here's how you do step one, break it down. If you want to read more, you remember your goal. Your goal is to get people potentially back to your website. Mm. So if you'd like to read the other nine steps, click here to read our full guide. Yeah. So so that's one way. Um, Other stuff you could do then is, the video is, is fantastic at the moment because it's it's very easy to consume. Mm. So so we would have customers and instead of doing the traditional big long corporate videos where they're all like case catalog poses, etc., with slides going around, let's just do some small little snippets of of what's happening in your business today and put that mm. out because that's given a real life insight into into how your business runs. It makes it very personable. You're able to relate to the people within the business to say, oh, yeah, look, this is how they do it. God, that's really interesting. Then they go off to the website and you find out more. But from a good video, you can start to build up a bank of videos on a YouTube channel, embed those videos on your site, which is a really good thing for Google. Yeah. Plus, you can also get the videos transcribed then, which leads to really good text-based content, which the search engine loves because that's where you can strategically place all your cheesy keywords yeah oh Absolutely. yeah yeah, yeah. So there you go philip now you've learned something um and that, that's all well, that's all well and good having all this repurposing content but yeah. it comes down to it's getting the time it's getting the time to put it all out there so like gary you know the word automate which you know in this day and age is very handy um what yes. would you advise people regarding automating your content and getting it out at the right time so and, and and this I'll talk a small bit about. I didn't come on to talk about feed alpha too much, but I, I'll talk about the why of of feed alpha now for a minute. The reason yeah. the reason feed alpha really exists is when we built up the agency and with all these web customers, we kept getting questions about social media <clears throat> and about content and and about time and don't have enough time to do this. Don't know what to do. X, Y, and Z. So oh, I have days like that. 
Mm. Yeah, well, so don't we all? And yeah. that's mm. that's the way the wheels turn. Yeah. Mm. So so one of the things we looked at, we we built a service long time ago to manage people's social media. Mm-hmm. And and it's a very quick way to discover all the things that you can't do very quickly because of the amount of time required to build up a bank of content, build up a bank of posts. Then you're up at two o'clock in the morning scheduling stuff in because you needed to go out at eight o'clock in the morning. So mm. we came up with a list of pain points. And and at the time, when we were doing it manually for customers, it wasn't cost effective for us to do it as a, mm-hmm. as a business stream or it was too expensive for the majority of our small business customers at the time. Yeah. So so we came up with the idea of Fidaf and said, right, well, what if you could do this? And, and we started to bolt on features and say, right, well, the biggest challenge always is content. Mm-hmm. The second challenge is always, well, when does it go out? Do I have to be online every day? A lot of small businesses, somebody has 15 minutes on a Monday morning to manage social media, and then they're, they're off doing their day job. So, so like I was going to say, like, so you can find content for them via Feed Alpha and mm-hmm. they can actually put their own on it as well. To schedule, 100%. Yeah. So and yeah. that and that's then that that takes the 80-20 rule, right? So yes. yeah. if you're if you're a cheese manufacturer, mm-hmm. you can you yeah. can create your own original content on your site. You can also go in and create posts for Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. But the, the beauty then is you, instead of having to push the button now, we've got a monthly calendar there where you can go in and load it up with, with your own content, say over. 90 days and say right well I want this post to go out today because this is a good day next week I want this one and then to supplement your own content then just do a search for industry related terms and we'll give you back a feed of content and and start dropping those posts into your schedule as well so you do social media you don't have social media jokes that maybe Philip could find through that do you (laughs) Good ones, uh, not, Gary. Not, <laughs> good, not, ones. Not, good ones. Not to the standard that he would require. No, no. Yeah. no yeah, see, Gary that, knows my brand, Emer. You know that it's one hundred percent professional. Very bespoke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> very bespoke. So Definitely. Yeah. Very. Bespoke. very. Yeah. yeah. So, so that was the, that's that was the reason behind the automation pieces. Well, look, if I have right. ten customers and I need to do X amount of updates per week, mm-hmm. how can I how can I do it in such a way that I don't have to be sitting at a laptop for 15 hours a day to do it. And that's where the, the schedule and the Real. content algorithms came from. It's a and real ti- time saver. Real time saver. Yes. Yes. That, mm. that, was the, that was the box ticked for that one. And, and we've, we've built on it from there. And we've got loads of exciting features coming down the line. It's just comes down to time and development resource, et cetera. But it's, it's continuing to grow, which is great. And it's, we and it's Irish. And it's, and, it's, and, it's, and it's Irish, yeah. Yeah, even, yeah. even better. Um, well, I suppose that, from a startup in the house in Tullow. <laughs> well, well, that it, it leads on nicely because we are nearly at the end, Gary. It's been it's been a whirlwind whistle stop of content marketing insights with you. So thank you so much for coming on the show. No problem. Um, any any exciting plans? You mentioned there you have some new add-ons for Fidelva. Because so I suppose do you want to share some of those those plans quickly with us for twenty twenty one. Yeah, I mean, one of the one of the things that w- that we're looking at is we we do have a calendar and a scheduling feature built into the platform at the moment. That's mm. there's a major overhaul underway for that. At the moment, it's it's very uh, 
there's not much imagery to it. So we're redesigning how it looks. So when you look at the monthly view of your calendar, you can actually get a snapshot of the image that's going to go out your mouse over. It'll pop up and say, oh, yeah, that's what that is. So it's a very visual view of, of what you mm. want to do. That's one thing. We're, we're obviously negotiating with other platforms to get access to their APIs so we can post to them. Mm-hmm. Um, that's another thing we've got integrations we're working on back through to our website for for different image packs and stuff like that so at the moment as part of the different plans we were building custom images for customers and what we want to get to the we want to get to the point where when you go on to freedalpha.com and you pick a pack of images as part of the plan you can just automatically inject those into your into your monthly feed and say, right, well, I want these to go out on these days mm-hmm. instead of having to download them and upload them down and, and, and create new posts for them. So there's a lot of techie stuff happening in the background that will make the platform even easier for people to use. So it's it's a great little toolbox, I always say. Um, mm-hmm. um, I, I love Feed Alpha. I use it myself. Um, and I tell you, Gary, um, I have to say it's it's a real lifesaver at times because you're just kind of thinking, right, I know I'm always saying to my clients like 90 day plan, blah, 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 but you get caught up yeah. with other things and then you go and, do. <laughs> oh, I didn't do that. I have nothing <laughs> down for that. And then you go, oh, I'm going to go and see Mr. Evans's uh, platform. And, uh, in and say hi. Uh, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> so um, all I can say is, Gary, it's anybody should go out there and give it a go. You know, try it out. Yeah. You know. You know? Well, one of the one of the things we we were talking about is in order to maybe help somebody in the new year, yeah. we we built new packages. So originally it was just feed out subscription service, and then we started looking at the ask from clients. So people are looking for images. People are the the blog content writing is is really popular. So we've created a couple of different packages, and we've we've one package there. It's a hundred euros a month. So. We'll bundle in three months of that to one of your happy listeners to kick them off in the new year. Ah, oh, that's a lovely Christmas Fantastic. present, Philip. Well, thank you very much. Well, we will make sure if you're listening to the show, um, uh, we'll make sure that uh, we share the details uh, further. Oh, so, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, brilliant. No, brilliant. brilliant. Thank you very much, Mr. Evans. No problem you know? at all. It's been an absolute pleasure. Brilliant. So listen, we'll have you back because um, it's uh, it's always good to know what's do- coming down the track. There could be something there that somebody didn't know you offered. Um, there could be, again, more updates to discuss yes. well, the content. Hopefully there will. Hopefully there will. Yeah. And I'll get a joke ready for the next time based on a dairy, some dairy-based product. Just Please do, yeah. I, I think I'll be able to match the quality, but I'll give it a shot. I think I'll go off and do TikTok with Jane. Anyway, yeah. um, yes, should I dare you go yeah. on? <laughs> stop, stop. Um, anyway, uh, all I have to say is, Gary, thank you so much. We've had um, such a great time with you today. And you. where where can people find you if they want to chat with you more? So feedalpha.com would be one place. I hang out. Yourweb.ie is another one. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn. Uh, Are you on TikTok? A, I'm not on TikTok, no. Phew. Phew. <laughs> Gary in a tutu on TikTok. Well, there's a, there's a picture. <laughs> but, but I might be. You I'm might not be. yet, though. Oh, Watch this okay. space. Right. Watch this space. Okay. Yeah. If, I, if I can get it to work, I, I'll do it. Well, okay. it has to be on brand. Well, listen, Gary, it has been a pleasure. Thank you so much. No and 
Uh, all I can say to our listeners, if you enjoyed today's show, you can catch it again and the other shows on the Let's Get Social Show podcast on Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, and of course on the Dublin South FM website. So please do download and subscribe so you won't miss an episode. And all that's left to say is I've been Philip Twy for The Curly Marketer. And I've been Emer Duffy of Fit Social Media. And we'll see you soon again for some more Let's Get Social. See you then. Bye.